Hi there, it's me, Mrs. C, and I'm Mr. C, and welcome to Chat Uncensored, where we're going to talk about everything that riles your feathers and gets people excited. So, if you are a goody goody two shoes, or you don't like swearing, or you don't like feelings, or in your feelings, you don't like explicit content, stop listening now. This is not for you. (laughs) We'll give you a minute to leave. Thank you. Bye. Money. Okay, so if you if you stayed, then you're 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 dirty. <laughs> you're a dirty person. You teasing me. You naughty, naughty. You dirty. But yeah. So let's get into the podcast. Welcome to episode eight, guys. <laughs> you looked at me then, like, is it eight? Is it seven? Is it eight? Done. It is episode eight. I'm I'm struggling and... to keep count now. And we welcome you back. Welcome, guys. We you hope know? you had a good week. Mm. We hope, you know, a lot of things, good things have been happening in your lives. Yes, yes. And if they haven't, yes. Don't worry, your, your, your week will come. <laughs> yeah, your time is coming to just, shine. You just got to keep moving forward. Yeah, we move. Yeah, we move, we move guys. Welcome so. back to this podcast, guys. Um, we hope you enjoyed the podcast episode so far. Please yeah. like, share, and subscribe. And we're pleased to announce that we now have international listeners. Oh yeah, that is amazing. So anyone oh, who's yeah. li- who's li- anyone who's listening who's not from the UK, welcome, welcome, and thank we'll give you. you a shout out. We we'll give you a shout salute. Hola, mi- amigas. Bonjour. Oh my days. Uh, <laughs> don't don't kick me off. Hola, amigas. Bonjour. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Salut bonani. Uh, we didn't have anyone from Zim watching, so forget you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they could be in this country, but still Zimbabwean. Oh, okay, then. Then, yeah, Mahadi Enyu. What else? I don't know. There was, um, there was Mauritius in there. I don't know what they speak. Yeah, no. Um, let us know, people, on the emails. But yeah, thank you for listening. I've, we really appreciate you guys. Mm. And um, yeah, keep coming back. Because we'll, we'll keep coming back as well. Definitely, definitely do that. How was your week? Um, it was all right. It's really sore. So I've been working out a lot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And my muscles are gen- like I'm genuinely in pain. Like my arms are so stiff right now. Are you saying that it. like you don't usually work out? You do. You do no, but out. I've been up in my workouts. So like last week, I probably did like three days, one after the other, of working out. Yeah. So I didn't really give myself time to rest. And your girl struggling. Ooh, we on the struggle bus now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And there, there are people who want to work out with you as well, so you have to always be on it. Yeah, but I love it though. That's the thing. It's like I always want some more pain. Sounds really sadistic, but I do. I love it. But oh, this week was hard, y'all. Like, it's tough. <laughs> but apart from that, I'm alright, man. It was alright. Just with the kids, we didn't really get up to much this, this week. week no. Yeah, we're just home, enjoying our babies. Good week for me at work. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Lots of things going on at work. That's good. good. good, good. Oh, yeah, because you're back to work now. Did we tell them? No. I'm back two weeks. <laughs> two weeks? <laughs> I'm back two days a week. You can tell, guys, that I need to get back to work. <laughs> you're back two weeks. My mind is... Uh, <laughs> frazzled. Frazzled. Um, two days a week. Yeah, so Chef so has far. been 
back to work two days. Mm. I still do my nights. Um, but it's gonna it's gonna very quickly go to five days a week because we've got a lot of things that I've got yeah lined up that are sort yeah. of in the pipeline. Should we say? Okay, huh? sorry. Well, Father's finishing soon, so you will have to go back to five days anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, broke. so how was your week? My well, week was good. Kind of just spoke about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my week was good. Not much going on. To be honest, just learning to trust myself a lot more, you know. Oh, you already went to the lesson of the week. Yeah, because not much went went on in my week. Okay, okay, go any, ahead, brother. I don't have any compelling. Plastic. I don't have any compelling stories to tell. Okay, that will nicely nicely lead on. Okay, not on to the lesson of the week. Okay, but yeah, so just learning to 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 trust in God more, mm. and by trusting in myself, trusting like that God's plan for me and his vision for me and my purpose is going to be fulfilled. Oh, okay. Because yeah. at the start of the week, I was really doubting myself, like to, in terms of work, uh, in terms of work. I'm, I'm in a very high responsibility role yeah. at work because like I'm a very senior manager, but then so a lot depends on me mm. and it depends on my effectiveness in the workplace. So mm-hmm. towards the start of the week, I was really doubting. I wouldn't say mm. doubting myself, but... It was just, a, it gets stressful, doesn't it? It does. But then trusting in God, trusting that he knows exactly the events that are going to that gonna happen to get me to a better place. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is, which is great because the second day that I was in work, something really good happened. Well, a lot of good things happened, which just further reaffirm what I just said. Cool. Yeah. You kind of went on then. <laughs> okay baby okay um what's my lesson of the week i think for me it's just uh patience like because we've been in the house of the kids ari's going through phases yeah where sometimes it's super clingy sometimes he just he goes legally deaf when you're telling him to stop doing something yeah so I've just had to. It seems that not talking to him is what gets him to stop doing it. Yeah. So well, if you give him not, the look, and not yeah, not 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 talking to him as an ignoring him, just no. giving him that look, like like stop what you're that doing. That look, but you're saying stop what you're you doing. You know the serious parent look. Yeah, but you're it not saying it somehow anything. works better than saying something to yeah. him. Because if you say don't do that, he'll he, he'll, he'll look he at you. And I, uh, he can't and then see. his hands will be moving slowly, yeah. continuing doing <laughs> what, what he's, he's doing. doing. It's so weird. So, yeah, um, I've been mastering my look. I am mm. pleased to say that I'm a pro. But the good thing about um, Ari and Az is that they're, they're recognising each other. They're noticing each other a lot more. And it's, so, it's the cutest like, thing. they make each other laugh so Oh, much. my God. I and could like, literally cry. Because Az has just started laughing, yeah. Yeah. Ari just does something, like, silly. Or even just, just walking up towards her. And she, she just will... cracks Oh, she, she loves, loves so and she loves him you can see it oh, it's and it's just, just oh brilliant. it's the most beautiful thing it's yeah. just like her little personality is it's starting to come out and it's mm. oh it's amazing mm-hmm. so yeah that's I guess we've just covered everything we've covered everything really <laughs> we've covered everything really <laughs> okay then but yeah guys what's so the discussion this week's discussion mm-hmm. is a sticky one oh. should we say should you say this about all of them but are they not? I guess they are. Are they not? So this week, this week's discussion is about each other's family. Uh, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Everyone is going to be so confused like, why are you laughing? Oh, why are you laughing? Uh, if you know, yeah, you it's know. It's a sticky it? one, guys. It's a sticky one. But yeah, um, I'm going to read the little snippet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me calm down. You and your partner may have different visions of how you want to interact with your family and their involvement in your lives, so it must be discussed. It is important for you as a couple to come to an understanding of the boundaries that you want to set with your family. This will enable you to present a united front for your families and support one another in the process. Is that it? Yeah. You, you go first. What I think, do you think? That, that, that's it in a nutshell, yeah. Like, I think realizing that once you become a once you're together as a couple Mm. and i think this to be honest right it applies to any serious relationship okay yeah because if you're in a serious relationship you see yourself being with that person for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. right so they might as well be your husband or your wife yeah right even if you're not yet there yeah um at the moment whether it's financially or emotionally or whatever but if you're in a serious relationship realizing that Although, yes, they've been a part of that family for the rest of for the whole of their lives, they're now that person is now part of you. Mm -hmm. And as a couple, you always have to present a united front when it comes to each other's family. Even if some of the things I don't even know how to how to You're trying to be politically correct. Yeah, I'm trying to be politically correct. So even if, okay, so for example, even if someone does something to your partner mm. that you strongly disagree with, yeah. but because they've been in a position where they've just been taking it mm-hmm. for the for the whole of their life, so to them yeah. it's, 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 it's fine. It's normal, yeah. It's something where you have to be strategic with how you how you approach that conversation because to them there's nothing wrong yeah. but to you that's not something that's that you would ever take yeah. right? it's not acceptable but you have to be able to talk to your partner and find a new balance find a new boundary what set about, a new boundary sort of what thing about the people who have um families that do not accept their um partners so like you know for example people who who have um partners from a different race and the family's like no you're not going to do that because you only marry people from the same race as us or same religion same culture mm-hmm. i mean when it comes now to they culture. are there they are reasons why um families may be like that because mm-hmm. you know they want to keep true to the to the culture line or the the bloodline mm-hmm. but not justifying it at all because it's wrong you should mm-hmm. be able to be with anyone regardless of their race gender age ethnic mm. background what whatever it may be right yeah so it's unfortunate that a lot a lot of couples are in a situation where one side of the family doesn't accept the partner mm-hmm. but, but, but then that. again then again life goes on yeah. and a lot of people hold a lot of value to family which you should oh yeah definitely. but where where people tend to fall short is that your family have to behave and act like the title that they hold. Mm. If you have a mother, if you have a father, if you have a brother or a sister, those titles come with a lot of weight. They come with a lot of responsibility. Of course. And if that person isn't acting right, then I'm sorry. You know, it is what it you is. can't you can't just expect that because I'm someone's brother or I'm someone's father, I can treat them any old way mm. and get away with it. 
Because at the end of the day, you're not more than that person. Mm. You don't hold... It is sticky, but it, it, it all comes down to the fact that as human beings, once you're an adult, mm-hmm. and understandably, if you're in a re- if you're in a serious relationship, relationship with someone, you're an adult, right? You're oh, not yeah. you're not going to see thirteen year olds in serious relationship <laughs> because they're still children, <laughs> yeah. right? So even though someone, okay, so Ari, for example, Ari may be my son, mm-hmm. and let's say he's you know twenty two or twenty three, he's in a serious relationship now, or whatever. Yeah. Regardless of the age, and I particularly don't like his, his partner. Yeah, I still need to respect the fact that as an adult, yeah. he's made a decision to be with that person. Like he's my child, but not a child. Exactly. So I can't then enforce my will on him mm-hmm. because I'm not God. Of course, right? yeah. And I don't really want to go into religion and stuff like that. Yeah. But essentially, you have to treat human beings as equals. Right. Mm. And if you hold a title, it's even more important to act a certain that certain way to 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 be responsible for that title and to hold that title to a high regard. So if you're someone's father, to be able to 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 advise and, you know, correct someone in a way that is is that that builds them up instead of tears them down. Right. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, realize that they're an adult. So at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, they can still do what they want. But then you see, because it's um, each other's families, so if the family was not accepting of the partner, hmm. would it be still essential for this partner to try and build a relationship, even though they're literally like, don't bring him here or don't bring her here? Yeah, for for, for the sake of peace and for the sake of longevity of the relationship, hmm. not to say that it's... If if she if that she or he doesn't get along with that that family, mm-hmm. their relationship won't last. No, yeah. but for the sake of peace and longevity, yes, they they have to give them the courtesy that because that's that person's family, right? Mm. You have to give them the courtesy to say, hey, look, I'm trying to extend an olive branch mm-hmm. and see to come to some sort of resolve. What what is it about me or what is it about my background? That you don't like. That you don't like. And let's see if we can we can come to a way that we can agree with that now. Well, if it's your race, you can't change it. Exactly. <laughs> now, understandably, there are certain aspects of yourself that you cannot change. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you are doing what you can to try and make that person's side of the family um, respect you or like you more and mm-hmm. nothing it's is working, working, then it's now up to that person that you're with to then draw the line because like like we were saying here mm-hmm. talking to your talking to your partner and, and presenting a united front mm-hmm. i as much as it's it's bad for me to be treated like shit should i say by mm-hmm. your side of the family for example you also need to be able to stand up and say hey guys That's enough is cool. enough enough is enough don't treat my partner yes you may not like him you may not like where they're from mm-hmm. or you may not like abcd about them Mm-hmm. But this is where we draw the line because mm-hmm. when it's all said and done, we're still a couple. Mm-hmm. So we have to present a united front. So it's unfortunate that there are scenarios like that. But when it's all said and done, again, you're a couple. And even if it's a situation where now one side of the family is estranged, mm-hmm. you you will still have people that will take those roles Without even realizing, it. oh yeah, definitely. There have been people in my life growing up that were a father to me mm-hmm. in certain situations where my actual father wasn't being your father, my father, right? Yeah. 
And not to say that my father's never been my father, but equally so, there were certain situations where people were a mother to me, mm-hmm. where when my mother wasn't, not necessarily like it was her fault, she wasn't being a mother, but maybe I couldn't approach her or mm. go to her with the, the the thing that I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. So life goes on. Time, time still ticks. Yep. And, you know. We move. We move. Yeah. Well, what, what do you think, though? I think, yeah, like, with families, it's so sticky in it because, yeah, it's 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 really sticky. <laughs> it really is. Mm. And I think the approach always differs from any individual because, because obviously, because dynamics are different. Mm. Like, for me, I grew up without knowing my dad's side of the family, so... Mm. You, I wasn't expecting you now to start, you know, to start making an effort trying to know my dad's side of the family because I don't even know them myself. Yeah, yeah. So that doesn't make sense. Hmm. And, yeah, I just feel like obviously people shouldn't take the piss. Hmm. <laughs> no. But you never know, though, at, at the same time, like as much as every family has its own issues mm-hmm. and you could have met your partner at a point where they were estranged from their family. Yeah. You never know what life, or let me say the universe, has in store for you, for okay. people who don't believe in God. Well, I personally believe in God. You, you don't know what God has in store for you. You could be that olive branch mm-hmm. for your partner and their family yeah. to, to, to make amends and become better. Yeah. Equally the same, but through no fault of your own, you could be the catalyst that breaks them down. <laughs> and, and, and that necessarily isn't it. it it may not be your fault. You may not have done anything wrong. Yeah. But for example, if your partner is, let's say, Indian, and their parents only want them to marry an Indian, and you're white British, yeah. I'm sorry, but you're you're gonna Sticky. cause issues, right? <laughs> and it's not because it's your fault. You, you it's not your fault you're that just you're going British. Against their beliefs, but so. you're just yeah. To them, their their child is going against their beliefs. Mm-hmm. Equally the same. Where's Zimbabwean, right? Mm-hmm. If not to say that my parents had any problem with me being with anyone, but mm-hmm. they could have equally been yeah. them type of parents, right? Yeah. They could have been like to me, you don't, you shouldn't be with anyone that's not, not Zen because them. people of, you know, Western world or people of this, they're not cultured. No, no, no. If I well, then turn even around, though we're Zimbabwe, we're still regarded uncultured. Exactly. <laughs> if, if, I, if I ended up being with a Caribbean girl, and then they were like, oh, and then it, it it went tits up. Yeah. She may have been that catalyst, but it's not her fault. True. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. when it's all said and done, like I said, life goes on. Life goes you know, on. You can only do so much because you can't force someone to then start respecting your partner. You can't force your partner to start respecting your your family. Mm. Yeah. You know, you can only do so much in, in conversing with them. And, and trying to come to a, to a united, you know, to, to a point of unity where to, your, to the, each other's families, you present a united front. Mm. Anyway, moving on. That was good, though. Yeah. Sticky. Sticky. Let us know what you, what you think. Because I actually don't know how to navigate this one. It's a bit touchy. <laughs> we, all, we, all, we all go through issues with our families, guys. <laughs> you think? <sighs> Yeah. Let's move on to Which dialogue. is why some of us started laughing at the start. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on to this week's dilemmas. Okay. All right. So, mm-hmm. I've got some interesting one. The, yeah, the, mm, yeah, they're very, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting one. Right. Yeah, so straight on to the first one. Very, very sticky. I'm a married 32 year old woman and I have never enjoyed sex. Oh, my days. Never enjoyed sex. <laughs> oh, for you, pause. Man. You know, guys, so last week I read the dilemmas and I listened back to the pod. I absolutely hated it because I sound like someone who's a nursery who's <laughs> learning how to read. Oh, you mean the reading? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just letting you know now I'll never read again on the pod. Yeah? Thank you, management. There you continue. <laughs> <laughs> we got a public service announcement. Anyway. Yeah, it was bad. Anyway, continue. It wasn't bad. Uh-uh. It wasn't bad. Uh-uh. It was literally, it was literally the first sentence you said. Nah. Yeah, wait, wait. I forgot what you said. <laughs> I think you funny. cut it out. I no, think no. you cut it out. Did I cut it out? Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't think I did. Now everyone's gonna go back to listen to it. <laughs> the very first sentence that was funny, but then the rest was actually good. Nah, mate, it was you like the tree up the hill. <laughs> it was like you're, you're really like I am a married thirty-two year old woman, woman and I never enjoyed yeah. sex or doing yeah. three words at a time. My husband has no interest. Yeah, that was me. That was me. All and it <laughs> has come to. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I just thought I should put that in because I'm never reading again. So don't expect that from me. Thank you. Okay, so moving swiftly on. I'm a married 32-year-old woman and I've never enjoyed sex. My husband has no interest at all and it has come to a point that his penis does not work anymore (laughs) and I'm also losing interest in him. He has gone anywhere you can think of. Men's clinics, herbal clinics, you can name it. He's, He's been there and it's actually getting worse. I'm honestly sexually starved. What hurts me is that he's not even moved by this issue and goes about life. He actually does as if all is well. But he's gone to clinics though, so he's trying, yeah? The person who posted this, I'm, I'm guessing from where, from where we've gotten this from, I'm guessing they're of a certain part of Africa, right? Okay. And if they are living in Africa, let's not confuse the fact that certain parts of Africa, the way that they live, or you know, someone saying they've gone to herbal clinics and and all of this, as we know it in the UK, we've got the NHS right. When yeah. when you say oh, Shepherd went GP, mm-hmm. it is GP. it means GP. These people have gone to to uni to get yeah. degrees, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. years and years of training mm-hmm. to be able to give me. A diagnosis and mm-hmm. say there's something wrong with you or there's not. Erectile but we know, yeah. But we know in Africa, in mm-hmm. certain parts of Africa, not all of Africa, mm-hmm. people tend to go to backdoor backdoor clinics Babalao. where the people tend to go off their spirits and stuff. <laughs> not necessarily bring medicine. me a goat <laughs> and fresh bread, and I'll solve your problem. And your testicles will produce children. Three eggs. <laughs> Three eggs, like the trinity of life, pleasure, um, and stamina. You will last for hours and days. <laughs> so, firstly, if he's gone to an actual clinic, then yeah. And if yeah. there's nothing that they can see that's wrong with him. Mm. You know, people people do say that sex is like... Three quarters mental, yeah, like, and also if you don't sex use is, it, yeah, it's all about your mind, and if you don't use it, you lose it. Mm. It's all about your mind. So people actually think that yeah, that the pleasure comes from 
the pleasure comes from your gen- genitalia, mm. but it's your mind that's stimulating all that pleasure, right? Yeah. And if you're not in it, if you're not in it and enjoying it, no matter how much rubbing and stroking you do, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> nothing's going to happen. Which fly. is unfortunately why a lot of people who've been, let's say, raped, for example, mm-hmm. don't enjoy it, even though it's yeah. exactly the same action yeah. because their mind is not accepting yeah, it's what's, Yeah, it's been forced into it. So this person, they, they need to get to the bottom of why it is that to them it's normal not to be sexually aroused. Yeah, and they don't enjoy and it. She says she never enjoyed it. She's never enjoyed it because he doesn't seem to be bothered. He Well, he, he, he went to clinics, but... Other than that, that he's not really faced. He's by not it. really faced by it. Maybe he's, he thinks, getting, he's hitting it from somewhere else where he's enjoying it. Yeah, those are possibilities. So number one, he just he's just asexual. Some people just don't enjoy sex. Mm. Personally, I don't understand it because <laughs> it's very good. You know what I mean? Wap wap wap. It's uh, a mwah. <laughs> eh, eh. Right. Um, number two, he's getting it from somewhere else and sis. Just he's not sexually attracted to you. Yeah. Or three, he's gay. Yeah. He's gay now up his boring hole. Which is not a bad thing. Yeah. But, but he just well, well what would be bad you. what would be bad is that he's just led this person on into a marriage. Yeah. Sad. And he's not sexually attracted to the opposite opposite gender. What do I do if I'm attracted to my ex's brother? We never hit it off till now. We are past remaining friends. I'm in love with him. Oh. My ex is in prison. He'll be home in January 2021. He'll Mate, be going back to prison because he'll That's kill not both a lot of time. <laughs> Literally, he's going to kill both of you and go back to prison. January 2021. We're, we're in September 2020. You know? <laughs> that's like. October, November, December, January. Four months. Three, give or take. If he comes on the first, that's yeah, three months. Three months. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Just don't Especially do it. that he's in prison. What did he go in there for? <laughs> mm, How long has he been in prison? Yeah. Was it or, a petty crime? Was it a serious crime? Was it a serious crime? Because to be honest, if it was just a, a six months in prison, right? Then he ain't a bad man. And you're a bad person. Because it what, took you six months to fall in love with, with his brother. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. But if it was like, if it was one of them ones, like he went, he's been in for 15 years. And then when he went in, he was like, to his brother, you look after, look after my girl yet. Look after my girl yet. No. Then I, I personally wouldn't go there because I really want you to live to see 2021. Because 2020 has been mad. Yeah. So let's not do this pandemic in 2021. Yeah, let's not. Yeah. Just, I mean, you can't help you fall in love with, but yeah, you can't help who you're attracted with. But equally the same, you, you can lose attraction. It's not a good idea. You but, can lose attraction. Yeah, you can lose to attraction. the brother. Like you can, yeah, you can unattract yourself to the brother. No, babe. That's what I'm saying. No, it's not a good idea. <laughs> okay. You can move on, but if you decide to <laughs> to, to go dabble, for it, then go for it. To sis, be honest, then right? Let us know. Where, where, where I'm coming from, yeah. Because this person has had the courage to post, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she's already in there. Yeah, she said I'm in love with him. There's no returning from that statement. Yeah. Cisco wap. Yeah. She fully wapped up. Yeah. <laughs> she fully wapped up. I'm dead. She's wapped. She's wapped. Bop, 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 bop. Next one. 
My girlfriend is destroying me mentally. Oh my gosh. She always switches from I love you to keeping me on delivered while she's online. Okay. Playing games. Wow. I confronted her. Confronted? <laughs> I confronted. I confronted her, but I don't see her changing a single bit. I love her and I don't want to lose her. Can anyone give me advice, bro? She's just not into you. Yeah. Um... Because if you've confronted her before, and it also it depends on that confrontation, how how much went through to her. If she yeah. was a tablet, like, no, I'll change, I'll change, I'll change. No, I'll but change. you know that I'll change. Them ones, though, like, your own man, like, and you're just you're reading the things, yeah. yeah. But then, because she'd be busy, that she, she forgets to reply. Because I do that. You know, sometimes you read something, you're like, oh, I'm going to reply, or you reply in your head. Could be that. So it's not necessarily that you're playing. Yeah, Tisha does this as well as well. This this guy is this this was coming from me. This is my dilemma. I'm <laughs> oh, joking, baby. Joking. She doesn't answer her phone anymore when I call her, and it, it scares me sometimes. No, because I'll be it, like if I'm driving, or I can answer the phone. Yo, when you're driving. Yo, your car, your car's got Bluetooth. <laughs> you can easily. Yo, there's a button on the steering wheel to answer the phone. <laughs> so I don't understand how. No. You don't answer the phone. Babe, sometimes, yeah, I just want to listen to my music. So so you see my whore and go, ugh, I'm not going to pick it up. No, not even. Sometimes I'm just, like, busy. Or I'm on, a, I'm on another call, and then I'm like, Shep is calling me, but then I'm already halfway through this conversation. So let me finish it, and then I'll get back to him. But at least, at least... Just How am like I going to text you when I'm driving? Sending the reply text, can I call you later? How when I'm driving? Mate, I don't care who he unless I'm on the phone to someone at work. Now, even when I'm on the phone to someone at work, if you call, I'm like, let me call you back in a sec. My wife's calling me. Oh, my wife is calling me. Ooh, okay, and I husband. Call and I'm like, yo, babe, what's up? And he's like, oh, 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 can you get pasta on your way home? Get pasta on your way home. And I'm like, okay, yeah, is that what you wanted to do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Run out oh, pasta. Oh, my sound like a man. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes that's what I hear, isn't it? What's I'm like, babe. Why you really just text me? You really okay, just text okay. me. I'll I'll start answering for you. So questions. this is me confronting you. So Oof. in three podcast episode time, yeah. If you haven't changed, I'll. Is this your beef? This is my beef. But anyways, guys, moving on. So yeah, she could just be busy. Yeah, I understand that. But then at the same time, is it that you're just a bit clingy? Yeah, it could be that too. But then that's gaslighting. If you're clingy, who, what, why is it wrong to be a clingy person? There's clingy and there's clingy that you can't do we nothing. We all deserve love. <laughs> no. We all deserve fucking love. Are you love. speaking for yourself or something? Uh-huh. Like, we, all deserve, <laughs> we all deserve love. Why are you feeling attacked? Some of us are clingy. <laughs> we all deserve love. <laughs> <sighs> Next one. Next one. How do I tell my boyfriend that I want to try an open relationship without making him feel like he isn't enough? Hey, I think yeah. I, I think I know it's the, is that, is that your, is that your handle? Is that, no, it's not. Did that come from you? No, Imagine. I was thinking, who's you talking about? Um, you want an open relationship without making him feel like he's not enough. But, but it kind of is. Yeah, <laughs> And it is like that. You're, you're kind of saying he's not enough. I mean... Because if he was enough, why, why would you want an open, open relationship? relationship? 
For what? I mean, I understand, okay, I understand, like, sexual experiences, like, oh, I want to have a threesome, mm-hmm. or I want to try, yeah, I want to try go to a swingers party. That's like a one-off thing. Yeah. That, that yes, could still argue, it could still argue, oh, yeah, but my partner's not enough, but mm-hmm. that is still, like, in the realm of impulse, impulsive yeah. things, it's not long-term, but if you want an open relationship, it means you want to be with someone else. Yeah, in another relationship. While still keeping mm-hmm. your original partner. Mm-hmm. That's, like, long-term, that involves emotions, feelings. Mm-hmm. Investing time. So, sis, you're going to make him feel like he's yeah. not enough because way, he's not it, enough. Yeah. If you want an open relationship, it's not enough. Sorry, but that's what it is. That's just that's just what it is. So just be prepared because he's, he's going to feel that way. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Next one. Do you think this is suspicious? Okay. A guy who I've been dating with always disappeared. His mobile is off from 5pm to 11pm every weekend. He doesn't have any social network, Facebook, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Any advice for me to the end... To end the date or to continue? End the dating. The dating. Yeah. The dating. Because they're dating right now, isn't it? Um, Savi's married and he hasn't end told you. End it. There, there, there are people, yeah, there are people that work, um, they like have working arrangements. So, for example, like I could secure a job in, in Liverpool mm-hmm. and Monday to Friday I stay in a, I stay, I stay in Liverpool in a bed and breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then during the weekends I come home. During that time, the Monday to Friday, this person it could be some person I'm stringing along, not knowing that I've got a whole family, wow. a whole life back here in where where we stay. Oh, so during you know the I mean? week you go to work. Somewhere during the week you go to work in and Liverpool, and it's a whole new life. Ah. I could you don't know that I'm gonna go there and, and be like, oh yeah, I'm happily married. And I could go there and be like, yeah, lads, single, lads on tour. Oh, oh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he could be with someone else. You can at the very it, least, yeah. yeah, at the very least, he's, or he's, with someone. he's just doing stuff during the weekend that he doesn't want to be interrupted. From five p.m. to eleven p.m. Yeah, every weekend. Maybe he's working. And there's no explanation of why. Yeah. Why his phone is being off? No, but if he was working, you would just say, "Oh no, it's just because I'm working." Maybe it's an embarrassing job. I work at a call center. No, maybe it's an embarrassing job. Maybe he does naked cleaning. Naked cleaning for who? Babe, don't you know naked cleaning? No. It's like £45 an hour. Sorry, that other day I was like, oh, tempting. Well, <laughs> why do you know so much information about naked cleaning? I saw the advert because I was looking for a job. So basically... So these people want you to go clean the houses? Naked. Yeah, it's called new cleaning. It's 45 to £60 an hour. Do you know? Yeah, that's tempting. <laughs> I was like, tempting. £45 to clean. Wait, so you just you just go clean? Yeah, but you have to be fully naked. So you'll be cleaning like someone will come clean our house. We'll be here, but we want them to clean naked so that we can just But it better them. be warm, though, because you're naked, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously. You, you, want, you, want there, you want there to be sufficient blood flow. Yeah, in right. certain parts of the body. <laughs> yeah, of course. But yeah, it's a natural thing. So maybe he does something like that. And he can't really disclose that. 5 to 11, Imagine that you're getting 60, 60 pound an hour. We should do that, you know. Two hours a week. Two, ten, ten, you could do what, two hours, you could do two hours a day. Would you be right for me to go and clean someone's eyes naked? Nah. I don't (laughs) want anyone to see your naked body. That's just for my eyes. So how am I going to do it if you don't want me to do it? No, because then someone might want to have sex with you. 
No, because I don't think that's in the contract. Yeah, it's not in the contract, but people can still do it. That's rape. No, not forcibly have oh. sex with you. But going back to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People are going to listen to this episode and go, these guys. Winners. Weirdos. We are weirdos. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. It he, is could, he could be doing something that he can't disclose. It's it's suspicious because he hasn't disclosed what he's doing mm-hmm. and his mobile is off. He could but has she asked him though? She hasn't mentioned that. So that's also a problem. Exactly. You need to ask, ask. before you start accusing. Mm. But yeah, next one. Next one. Ooh, plot twist. <laughs> plot twist. Listen, listen, listen. My boyfriend of seven years is in jail and getting out soon. <gasps> The ex, remember the one, the, the, the one that we read yeah. where that ex is in love with the brother? Yeah. Turns out he's been cheating on her anyways with someone else. And she's like, oh, my boyfriend is... Yeah, nah, never mind. Anyways. People. So my boyfriend of seven years is in jail and getting out soon. Mm-hmm. He was on drugs, super bad, lied, cheated, stole ETC from me, and I always found an excuse to let him back in. He says he found God and is more in love now than ever. Do you think things will change? If he's truly found God, then yes. But to be honest with you, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, if someone has found God, mm-hmm. what I've noticed, or a new religion, and and it's sincere, right? Yeah. You don't you don't need to ask them to you see. see you can just yeah. see something's different about them. Yeah. You can just see like it's like a whole new different person. Mm-hmm. Yet you might still be a bit suspicious. Mm-hmm. But if someone is acting exactly the same. And saying that I found God. Then no, 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 baby. No, trust me, trust me, baby. No, no, trust me. I found God. I found Allah. God. <sighs> Only time will tell, sis. But yeah. you I should mean, have already been seen because... <sighs> yeah, yeah. But does she go visit him to see if he's, like, changed? Because you can just tell by your conversation, you know, like, she, the way you converse. She, she may, she may, but... And how long was he in prison? Because she said my boyfriend was seven years, but was he in prison for most of your relationship? Or, don't know. Because mm. that also changes things. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're only together for a year and then you went into prison six years, then, ah, sh- Sticky. He may have found something else. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, we don't know where there is God, though. Oh, he dropped some salt. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> next one. Next one. I'm married, but I sleep in the guest room without my husband. I'm seeing some younger guys my hubby doesn't know, but I can't give him up. What, what do you want from us? <laughs> what do you want from us? Go away. What do you want from us? <laughs> what? It, it doesn't uh, seem like you're in any sort of... Any sort of any sort of problem. Well, she's quite intent. Yeah, but she, I guess it's her guilt. Her guilt is saying, "Do I really need to continue this?" What I need to find out first: which one came first, sleeping in the guest room or her cheating? Because if no, you, if I feel you, like the cheating was no, 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 no. Why I say this? Mm-hmm. Because there, there, uh, there was some survey. I forgot where I read it, okay. but a lot of couples. Yeah. There are a lot of couples who are in separate bedrooms. Yeah, who yeah. stay in separate bedrooms. It's a thing, you know. Probably do you, like, do you think we'll ever do that? No. <laughs> no. If you if you turn around and said, Oh, I want to sleep in separate bedrooms from you, I'll be like you're cheating on me. I actually struggle to sleep without you. Very wrong. Exactly. Like 
if you went somewhere and it was just me in the bed, it takes me a while to fall asleep. You see the the, the, the times you go on night shifts yeah. and then when you come back in the morning and I'm literally my head is up like like yeah. you know I'm not a light sleeper. Yeah, that's true. So Yeah, no. Yeah, no. So if if you if you all of a sudden were like, I wanna try sleeping separate from you, I'll be like what the fuck? For some people, mm. some people do that because their husbands who wives snore so much that they can't actually sleep. So the only way... That's understandable. Yes, that's understandable. But that would have been an ongoing issue that the mm. husband would be at least have been told several times that, yo, your snoring, your snoring is bad. Mm-hmm. And to the point where now the wife's like, I can't, I can't take it anymore. Yeah, true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's different if all of a sudden you just turn around like you. There's nothing wrong. With our sleeping togetherness. I mean, and then, you do sleepwalk sometimes. I shut up. And then the next... Try to fly down the stairs. And then next thing you know, yeah, you're just turning around like, I want to sleep separate. If anything, that would want you to sleep... That would make you want to sleep with me. To, yeah. to, to make sure that I don't jump down the stairs. Yeah, Shep is scary. He literally but wants to do Superman down the stairs. You don't... You don't... You don't... You, you don't just turn around all of a sudden and go, I want to sleep in separate rooms. It doesn't even you sound have, right. Do you have chlamydia, syphilis? What is it? I'm on a seven-day... Antibiotics. Antibiotics. I'm dead. So I want to I wanna know what came first. Mm. The, the guest room sitch or the, the cheating? But she said several young men. Yeah, man. That's she a just, lot. She's she getting it in. plenty of And how men. does the husband not hear it? No, 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 no. She doesn't sleep with the young men in in the guest bedroom. Yeah, she does. No, no. It's this is more just like a proclamation. It's it's more like a, a declaration of, yo, I'm living life. It's not it's not a dilemma. Oh, because there isn't. What should I do at the end? Oh, it's just yeah. I'm married, but I sleep in the guest room without my husband. I'm seeing younger men. My hubby doesn't know, but I can't give him up. Yeah, in the guest room. In the same house. No, it's not in the guest room, babe. It is. If you are, the the longer story, it's in the guest room. So why didn't you show me the end? Why did you just put that? I don't know, man. Wait, so she... That's bullshit, man. He knows. He knows. If, but, if it's in the guest room, then he knows. Maybe the husband's bed bound. So he can hear it, but he can't do nothing. That's horrible. You'd be surprised. I know. It, it does happen. It does happen, I know. <sighs> Evil. Obviously, can't say much, but it does happen. That is evil. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways, next one. Do some people feel disgusted if I flossed my teeth in public? Yes. Yeah, man. Why are you you doing doing that in public? Actually, in public, uh, in public could be a restaurant. So you know, like if you eat something and then now some meat is stuck in your tooth, I'd want to get out. No, but can't you just wait until you get to your car? No. No, don't, no. Go to the toilet. Fucking hell, man. It's not that hard to take a few steps to go to the toilet to do the baby flossing. baby hurts. Just, so what? Just just the piece of meat stuck in between your teeth stop, makes you paralysed. You can't walk it all of a sudden. I can't think. No. No, I wouldn't floss. I would use a toothpick. Nah, still, man. Still. Too much? I get that there are things that people subconsciously do. Yeah. Like, like moving their, their, their tongue around yeah. like, to try to get something get it out. out. Yeah. Sucking between the teeth subconsciously, but physically getting some floss out, prepping yeah, that's a bit that's a bit long, isn't prepping it? Prepping your floss kit 
and then doing this, that's not subconscious. You know you're doing it in public. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah, if someone did that next to me, I'll actually be like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Because your trying meat to and fluids are flying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's disgusting. Next one. What is something that has happened very recently that disgusts you? Someone flossing in a fucking public. <laughs> Mate. <sighs> oh, anyways, moving on. Triggered. I was at a nice restaurant. I was at a nice restaurant. <laughs> Mate, I'm telling you now. I'm done. I was at this nice restaurant recently. It was busy. I waited around 30 minutes to get a table with my wife. Anyways, shortly after ordering, a woman shows up with a baby to the table next to us with her, I assume, husband or boyfriend. I don't know that. She sits down, takes her flops out, her flip flops. <laughs> Okay, so she sits down, takes her flops out, puts them on the table, and she then starts to breastfeed at the table while they wait for their waiter. Okay. Why should somebody do that in a restaurant? You aren't in your house. I wouldn't do that at my table, even in my house. It's gross. It shows you have no table manners at all. You don't do that there. Who in their right minds put their dirty flip-flops on the table, especially at a restaurant? Okay, okay, you're triggered about the flip-flops. I thought this person was calling her breasts flops. I initially thought that. And I, I was, was getting I triggered. I was about to get triggered. Like, I was getting yo, triggered. I was thinking, yo. You can't control when I'm part of gang. Hungry, like, I'm part of gang with exactly. flops. <laughs> Clearly don't have any children. <laughs> but okay, yeah, the flip-flop thing, that's a bit weird. Why would you put your flip-flops on the table? And why are you taking off your shoes? Yeah. In a- again, again. <laughs> etiquette. Guys. Where's your etiquette? Guys. Like, come on. Guys, the breastfeeding thing is perfectly fine, though. Yeah, people have got issues with people breastfeeding in public, yeah. Talk to your ancestors. In fact, suck your mum. Because exactly. that's where you got your milk initially. <laughs> yeah, like, you can't control when a baby is hungry. If they need to feed, then they need to feed. Yeah. I get that, yeah, you could be a bit, you know, show a sense of decorum and cover cover the baby. But yeah. if they're the type of baby that hates being covered... yeah. Then it is what it is. It is what it is. I'll feed my babies. Yeah. Feed your baby. Next one. What's the most disgusting thing that ever went into your mouth? Oh, we've moved on to the discussions. Disgusting section. Disgusting. 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 Right. (laughs) Right. I'll keep this short as I don't want to think about it. Okay. I let my son's 19-year-old seemingly normal girlfriend stay with us for a few weeks after an argument with her mother. After about four weeks, I noticed she was always brushing her teeth. I could hear her electric toothbrush. Well, good I thought. At least she's clean. The bathroom is next door to my bedroom. One morning, I was up at 5.30am heading for a nursing shift. So this person, by the way, is is a registered nurse. Right? Uh Um, Heading for a nursing shift. The, the bathroom door was slightly open. I walked in and there she is, sat on the edge of my bath, using my electric toothbrush as a sex toy. For four weeks, she was flapping with your okay. toothbrush. Continue. I was pissed. I told her to right. get out. And you know what she said? I can change the head. <laughs> oh, my dear. 
<laughs> so, so all the no wait. Oh, she actually done it. Oh, yeah. So all these weeks, I figured I had been using my toothbrush morning and night. She didn't even have an electric toothbrush. I didn't tell my son about it. I told her she had to go between throwing up in my mouth, and he was happy anyway, as she was weird. Now I keep my personal items in a wash bag and in my bedroom cabinet, and I always spend ten minutes washing my toothbrush before I use it. Scarred for life. You got bare saliva right now in your mouth, isn't it? Yeah. I feel sick. <laughs> Imagine oh, for sick. four weeks, yeah, she was probably just renting a toothbrush quick. And you know what you, you just quick rinse, yeah. you just you just do this with your with your index and, you, and, and your cause, pinky. And cause come sometimes dries like toothpaste. You'll be thinking, oh yeah, it's just, you a, just do a, a two second rinse with your index and your thumb just over yeah. the, and that's it. She must have been doing that mm, after. And for the fact that she was like I can change the head, it means that she was Masturbating herself with the head of the toothbrush, like the yeah, back, yeah, the so back, the mm. opposite end of the bristles. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good. No, but why not use? Why just? Why not just use the bottom of the toothbrush? Because the electric toothbrushes are long, and the no, whole thing vibrates. The vibrations are different at the top compared to the. <laughs> <laughs> to the what I did. I'll just say I've got an electric toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. Use your own toothbrush if you're going to do that. Oh, mate. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, weird. I mean, I feel like most people have tried uh, masturbating with their toothbrush, though. I haven't. I mean, you're a man. It's different. It's a bit weird. Yeah. I think women. But they are, they are guys that use fiber. I don't know where you'd put it, though. In their bottom. No. Anyways, yeah. moving on. Moving swiftly on. What is the most disgusting thing you have found on the street? Honestly, human fecal matter. Yeah, no, that's that's in London after a weekend. Mm-hmm. Sunday morning, while I was walking to church, sometimes you just shit in corners. And it's not dog pain. There was one time. There was one time at work. This is when I worked in Leicester. This is not even. This is not even in London. This is at work, right? You know, remember when I worked at Reed, right? Mm-hmm. So we had an underground car park. Yeah. Oh, yeah and to, there was to come out to the to come out when once you park your car in the in the car park you have to walk back up the, the ramp mm-hmm. and there's a door that you come out of. Just in front of that door someone had put a someone had laid a massive turn. I remember that car park. Yeah. I went there before. So literally by the door, yeah, yeah. someone had just shat on the floor. Mm. It was just there. A good lump. It but was, was a, it not a dog? No, no, no. no you no, can no. tell it, a human You can tell it's a human one. It was a big one. <laughs> it was a fucking yeah. big one. It was a big one. That's and nasty. I think dogs, dog poo smells different from... Yeah, because they eat tell. different. Yeah, because they eat different. <sighs> but anyways, oh, carrying on with this. Honestly, human fecal matter. There are people that never use the public loos, the mobile loos, nor the bush. They just simply go there. Fecal matter in the middle of the street is just off. It is. It's disgusting. Mm. I pissed though on the street. That's common, especially on a night out. When I used to go out on a night out, used condoms. Oh, I've seen a used condom. They're the worst. Just on the floor, they're like. And some kids pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you see, kids like, "Mommy, what's this?" No, and be this be... <laughs> you know what you just said. That right? Yeah. I imagined. Oh, Ari no. picking it up. No. You know, Ari picks up anywhere. No. It goes wet straight to his mouth. No, I'm, I'm triggered. I'm pissed off. Shopping's literally dying. 
Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. I think as your parent now, it just makes you, it makes you feel weird. And because he picks it up, you have to take it from him. That means you've touched it. Oh, forever, right? That me. means you've both got chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine your two-year-old was chlamydia because they picked it up from a condom and ate it. Or herps, herps on their mouth. They pick it up, suck it, yeah, and then next day they wake up. And then now when they're older, when they're a bit older, they're like, Dad, why do I have have cold sores? I just learned at school today that cold sores are actually herpes. Why do I have herpes? Well, son. <laughs> when you were two, when you were two, you picked up a used condom and you ate it. I didn't catch it in time, and once it was in your mouth, I couldn't bring myself to take it out. I just so you, you swallowed so it. So you sucked it. You swallowed it. You swallowed it. God, it's gone. I've never kissed my child again. Nah, nah, no, you're not my child anymore. Forever I'm sorry, forever unclean. You're forever unclean. Ditched. That's it. You are forever unclean. <sighs> anyway. Oh my gosh. The next one. What is the most disgusting thing that has ever gone into your mouth? Oh, this is the second one. Yeah. I think there was two parts to it. No, this is a different person. Uh, so number one, ants. I've had an ant in my mouth. It's not that disgusting. They're not that bad. Get over yourself. Tastes two, quite nice. Two, urine. I've never had urine in my mouth. I have. But... That is disgusting. It tastes quite salty. That's disgusting. Was my own urine there? Three, a, a raw egg. Oh, I love get over raw yourself. egg. Get over yourself. Four, my dog's saliva. That's the worst. And you know yeah, when... People would do that, you know. Do you know, like, when I used to do care shifts, right, yeah. there are people with dogs and they're just friendly like that. As soon as you walk in, you they'll be like, oh, can you take off your shoes, please? And you go down to take off your shoes and the dog just comes and goes... <laughs> in your face. What do you do then? Die. That's me. Five, a spider. Ari just ate a spider two days ago. Yeah. I killed a spider, forgot to take it off the floor. He found it. Do you know what was funny though? Mm. So I was on FaceTime to Vanessa, yeah. Mm. <laughs> he ate the spider, took out one of the legs because it was a bit hard and came and gave it to me. <laughs> so it was just... <laughs> Vanessa was like, what was that? I was like, this is a spider leg. <laughs> so disgusted oh. but he enjoyed it so yeah number six expired milk that is disgusting no but it's but nice then, though but then but then yeah I was about to say that some people eat hot zeka in it yeah so it's basically expired it's milk expired milk and Credit with milk. a little bit of sugar oh it's so good but have you ever had it with salt no no no, no. it makes you vomit and stuff. No, no, no let's not I'm not a savage anyways seven a cockroach. Yeah, I imagine have where, those in imagine, my porridge all the time. Imagine where they've been, though. Yeah. Imagine where they have been, and then now it's not. But in Zim, it's very common to eat those in your porridge. Oh, another person's sweat. But you know what? I think that's not as bad as someone spitting in your mouth. And it's and it's not like a it's not like a, a it's not like a. Spur of the moment, you're you're doing some dirty sexual thing and it like spit mm-hmm. in my mouth. No, like just random. You're you're talking and someone just goes <laughs> on your mouth. Now we're fighting, you know. I'll actually fight you. I wouldn't fight you. I'd die. <laughs> I'd die. I'm dead right there. I'm dead. I'd, mm. Your mouth is just a little bit open and it lands just like in between your bottom, in between your bottom lip and your teeth. And then <sighs> and then the spit's got a bit of phlegm in it. 
No, 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 That's just the worst. People do do that. Spitting in each other's mouths. That's just nasty. Bird poo in your mouth. That's another one. I've had bird poo. I feel like I've had everything in my mouth. But I, I feel like you need to disclaimer that. Were these things on purpose? Did you have, did you just go, oh, bird poo? No, one time we're playing, you know, like when you're playing games and you're looking up and then you. You, <laughs> you look like Yeah, you straight in your mouth. Yeah. What did it taste like? Like poo. Because I've eaten my own poo before, so I know what poo tastes that like. That is disgusting. You, you need to, when when did you do this? I was when I was little. Like, I'm talking about six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, okay, you need to stop counting that. Anyways. (laughs) Uh, So the person put at the end, I'm a germaphobe who struggles with a severe case of cancerophobia, cancerophobia, which is a fear of cockroaches. I'm also terrified of cotton balls, but that's a separate story. So if you're terrified of cockroaches, why does it come in at number seven? Because... It just leads me to think that you're not really someone with cancerophobia. Or maybe they didn't make it, they didn't... Do it according to the fear. They just put down a list. But they put one, two, three, four. So you're, you're listing it. Yeah, but two. in no particular order. They didn't say no particular order. Well, I just think it's X Factor. And it's a vote. What? <laughs> they always say that on X Factor, really, when they do the vote. In no particular order. No, <laughs> the no first person up. saying is... <laughs> <laughs> but they say the first person even though it's in no particular order you get what I mean so it's the same thing oh gosh, gosh. but yeah was that the last that one the last one well <sighs> I actually feel kind of sick you know oh why do you have to put that one as the last one and I produce a lot of saliva in my mouth anyways do you want to spit in my mouth <laughs> you want me to yeah fuck off I do babe no, no. <laughs> A lot of people that are close to us who are going to be list who have just listened to that part are going to be heaving right now. <laughs> just hearing the sound of spit. Uh, anyway, this was episode eight of Chat Uncensored. We hope you enjoyed it, guys. If you want to leave your dilemmas, questions, tell us off. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us how much you love us. How much you hate us. If you if you hate us, keep that shit to yourself. Just stop listening. Fuck off, innit? I don't need your, I don't need your listen. Anyways, um, moving on. Um, you can feel free to leave us an email on unchat.pod at gmail.com. I forgot that for a second. You did. U-N-C-H-A-T dot P-O-D at gmail.com. I just remembered last week... Mm-hmm. When you were like, you did, you spelled Gmail wrong. Yeah. Remember you were like, you, you went, you went G, G-M-I-A. Yeah. I was actually right, you know. Ah, okay. <laughs> well done. And I left it in there. So now everyone thinks that you're just, you've got, you need to get your ears cleaned out. I do. I'm scared mm. though. Because if you know, if you know where we can get our ears cleaned out, I'd, I'd love to do that for the experience. No, but it will give me PTSD. I'm scared of that. I'll end up punching people. Because remember, I had a bee stuck in my ear. But yeah. But yeah, I need to get my ears clean because I can't hear. I remember when I was when I was younger, and um, I don't know what it was, but the GP was going into my ear. It felt so good having something, which is why a lot of people use cotton buds to try clean the ears. Which is you should not do that because you can pop your eardrum. But it feels so good. Okay. 
Anyway, this is the end <laughs> you, of the podcast. Oh, Have a lovely, lovely week. Yeah. A lovely and, week. Yeah, again, I forgot to say at the, 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 the time that I was talking about it, talk to your partner about each other's family. Oh, be presenting United Front, guys. <laughs> <laughs> This shade is real. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we hope you enjoyed it, guys. Till the next one. Peace. Peace.